Rotoscopers, episode 150, Despicable Me 3, Imaginary Party. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, Don Bluth, Illumination Entertainment, and everything in between. I'm your host, Morgan Stradling, joined by my fabulous co-host, Chelsea Robson. Howdy ho. For those of you who are new to our show, the Animation Addicts podcast is all about the wide world of animation. We talk about animated films, past and present, and today we are talking about the present. And we just got back from a screening of the new Illumination Entertainment movie, Despicable Me 3, which is the focus of our show today. We're so sorry, neighbor Totoro. <laughs> Yet <laughs> again, pushed and bump back because of a new release. Now, we do not always do new releases on the show, but this one, we both had the opportunity to go see it, and we did, and... Yeah, it's not very often that both Morgan and I have the opportunity of going to a screening together, Mm -hmm. and so when we do, we try and take hold of that opportunity to you know, podcast at the same yes. time. So. Exactly. And that's what happened last time. And that was the first, uh, a new experiment, if you will, is that we go, we see the movie, and we immediately podcast right afterward. So that's what we are doing here today. So let's jump right into it, shall we? Welcome to our main discussion. We are here to talk about the main event, which is Despicable Me 3. Yes, it is the threequel. Never thought it would happen, but it seems that is standard today in all sorts of movies. But this is not even a threequel because there was a prequel. There was a spinoff. I mean, this is pretty intense. The fact you got four movies out of these characters. Oh, yeah. And I mean, specifically the minion. We're going to go back and talk about this franchise and everything that it has because Yes, we've done 150 episodes, but we have not done Despicable Me, Despicable Me 2. We have done The Minions when when that was released, Mm -hmm. uh, as far as podcast episode goes, but we actually have not gone and talked about Gru and the girls. Right, no. And Lucy. The reason why was because the first one came out before we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then the 2010. Sec- 2010. Uh, I, do, I do remember you did a, a YouTube review on this movie in 2013. And it was like right before I left for Nashville. Ah, so we did nice. a whole like stack of videos at your house the day before I left. Nice. And that was one of them. We didn't do this one because at the time we weren't really doing a lot of new releases. But yeah, so we are here. And just going to give a brief summary of those to lead us up to number three. Yes. You know, one thing, talking about this film, it really focuses on the family. It mm-hmm. talks, you know, Gru, he's this super villain who he's just reformed. so, he's reformed at this point. He's super good at what he does, He or at least he was, and now he's joined the good guys, right? And so in the first film, he's adopted these three girls because that's part of the plot, right? Is he pretends to take them in and whatnot. And uh, he takes on these girls and they're just completely adorable, completely amazing and so cute. And he adopts them. And then in the second one, he meets uh, Lucy, who is going to catch a criminal. And she does. She catches a husband while she's at it. And he does reform and they join the League of Good Guys, basically. Yeah. And then we have Minions, which came out in 2015, which is crazy. I feel like Minions just came out. Yeah. And here it is two, two years, years later. later. <laughs> yep. So life happens fast. Indeed. And that is all about our favorite yellow critters, 
the minions and Na-na. they they actually are great and and you could go and listen to our podcast episode about minions but i think initially it's like oh minions do we need a whole movie about the minions and <laughs> it was pretty good yeah. it was a lot of minions a lot of minions and uh you know this one kind of goes back to form where sandra it's, bullock though oh she was so good i loved her character i love sandra bullock and everything <laughs> here the minions are interspersed i guess you would say got a little yeah. minion and this is what we learned from our last film with mater it's like okay the comic relief is comic relief not they've already comic all their... the time yeah so the original franchise was incredibly incredibly successful uh, enough so where you have two sequels and a prequel the music from the original one i think all around this franchise is known for having just a really great soundtrack mm-hmm. and i specifically remember pharrell about williams. <laughs> yes pharrell williams so in despicable me 2 other than the original song which is like despicable me and you kind of like he had a he had a reprise of that in this one yes and i mean that's kind of like this theme song of the franchise is mm-hmm. that that little ditty but in despicable me 2 there was happy and happy took the world by storm and what i think was actually interesting about happy is that when the film came out it didn't really take off mm-hmm. what really made happy and we heard happy for pro- a year after this point was the academy award nominations when those were announced and the best song Uh, nominees were announced happy was one of them and that is when you heard this song on the radio all the time it was all over the place you went to a ballpark and they played this in between innings it had the dance craze took over everything and i just think it's it's just funny how certain things just don't i mean the song was the song i'm sure people bought the album but it, it just didn't get the recognition and the mainstream play and attention until it got that highlight at the oscars which is funny so um happy man that takes me back a few years it's still a great song it is and they realize hey so as far as box office performance goes the first film you know it was this new studio that we hadn't heard before Mm -hmm. illumination entertainment is based in france and despicable me i mean 2010 was a great year for animation but and this was one of the reasons it did 543 million dollars worldwide which for a new studio entirely new franchise mm-hmm. original concept very good and that basically doubled its return in the second movie which did 970 million nice which hey then minions which we gotta love our minions love more them. minions it did 1.159 billion dollars <laughs> so i mean they are just cashing out on this over yeah. and over again having seen this third film i don't think it's billion dollar status no but i think just because it, it was such a, a roller coaster up to minions and kids mm-hmm. just love minions and minions minions and minions. oh yeah minions you see my favorite was um so like we have a joke that Anastasia is a Disney princess. <laughs> and so if you're reading on the website and you see an article and we refer to Anastasia as a Disney princess and immediately you start raging inside because you're, no, she's not. That's the joke. Like, we are we're, trolling you. We are trolling you because that's a long, <laughs> and that's how we know whether you are a longtime reader or not. Because right. in the comments, it's very clear who just, you know, found this on right. Google and, and Facebook or whatnot. And is this their first time commenting? Okay, Disney is known for quality, right? right? And so if something's super good, a lot of times people just assume it's Disney. Right. So that's happened with Anastasia. And apparently, some people think Minions is disney because uh someone was telling me they went to disney world and they had a whole family wearing minions (laughs) t-shirts like oh no honey 
I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe they were trolling. Maybe they were trolling. Maybe they had just gone to Universal the day before, which there is a Minions ride at right. Universal Studios. And hey, t-shirts are expensive. We can't be paying for no t-shirt every day for a different park. Okay. <laughs> they definitely have hit superstar status. Yeah. And they're hilarious. There's so many of them. Every single minion is different. Different hairstyle, different height. And about every so, single one, they, they try and highlight the different ones. Yes. They have they have names, which is kind of the, the joke that in the original movie is like, he knows Kevin. These, are, these are his minions. <laughs> like, Kevin, Stu, Mel was the one. Like, Mel in, was ev- today, yeah. in every movie, we focus on a different head minion, right? Which is pretty funny. So this movie, uh, while it was, it was good, I didn't love it. I didn't think it was great. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. Sorry. So I've been talking about the franchise. Clearly, it's a big hit. Clearly, this is what put Illumination Entertainment on the map. This is their cash cow that allows them to do other things such as sing, such as The Secret Life of Pets. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had two movies last year that came out, which is pretty darn well, impressive. And Secret Life of Pets also did huge yes. numbers. So this is, if you're an animation studio, like you want a hit out of the gate, obviously. Oh, Who doesn't? I mean, any content creator wants a hit out of the gate. You right. don't want to have I would love a chugging along video. forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this really gave them the cash flow to, you know, make a few of these movies, which then allowed them to venture into other areas. And I cannot even imagine the merchandising potential oh of the minions. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. So let's talk about this film. But before we do, we're going to jump into the trailer. Shortly after you and your brother were born, your father and I divorced, and we each took one son. Obviously, <laughs> I got second pick. I have a twin brother. Twin brother? Be proven? They're going to get shot! things career-wise. Ha <laughs> ha, great. You let the most wanted villain just get away. You're fired. So, so great. Crushing it. I brought you here to continue the family business. Villainy is in your blood. <laughs> I left that life behind me. I understand. Hmm. I wonder what this does. Holy moly! Become a villain again. That's pretty nice. Get you into my pants, take it for a spin. What you mean with? Can you take me for a free? So, what did you guys do today? There's always a blind guy. Nothing. Goodbye. Hello, Groo. What about that? What? Oh, girls. I'm make you learn to appreciate me. Differentiate me. We've been waiting a long time. I saw one once. Was it? It was so fluffy. I thought I was gonna die. Me, I'm as calm as the breeze. I'm the bee's knees, his legs, and his arms. I'm a superstar. So, you two are villains now? I 
mean hello, sweetie. Uh-oh, busted. So good that I'm so bad. I guarantee I'll be the greatest thing you've ever had. Both on the huggy bear and on the kissy face, please. That was a great trailer. Awesome trailer. Okay, so Despicable Me 3. What are your first thoughts about the film? I do want to say one of my favorite scenes is at the very beginning. You first, The first thing you really see is the new villain. That they're, they're setting oh, yes. up the villain that we're going to be going after. Baltazar Brad. It talks about his story, about how he was a child star whose show got canceled when he went into puberty. And it's like, <laughs> wah, wah. Like, we couldn't have had makeup for this? Oh, <laughs> I guess it was the voice, right? And the voice changed. The voice was a problem. He was growing his mustache. So it gross. was gross. <laughs> really, really nasty. He kept it. Yeah. He well, didn't realize, okay, they liked me as a baby-faced, almost baby. But no, I'm going to turn into this greasy man. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, what was funny is Trey Parker actually did the voice of yes. this. Yes. If you know him, he's also done... Um, he was one of the, the South Park guys. Yes. And so I thought he did a great job with his voice. The thing is, this this character is really great for the adults. Oh, yes. So every little thing that this guy does is reminiscent of the 80s and early 90s. Oh, yes. Everything. And so... His you- lair, it is a Rubik's Cube. He uses Rubik's Cubes as distraction devices where it blows smoke out of there he's from the 80s right so (laughs) bubblegum is a big thing the mullet can we not talk about the mullet Um, we will not refer to it ever again and the bald patch on the the mullet is the worst (laughs) and just like the 80s squiggles and neon colors it's like Uh, something straight out of saved by the bell i love that they open this with this is a cnn reporting on where is he now giving getting you up to speed on who this guy is and i actually thought you know it's funny i was sitting here i was thinking okay how do you get to this point? Like, and when I'm in the writer's room, it's like, okay, we have a new movie. <laughs> Let's think of a new villain. All right. You have to create a villain, a villain that is a match that actually mm-hmm. is a challenge for the hero. Yes. But this villain must, I mean, everything was 80s related. Everything was tied to his turning into like the Power Rangers, you know, and they had their like giant Power Ranger form and they were like controlling it from <laughs> yes. the inside. Yes. That, he had that, right? And uh, he was just very, very hilarious. But I just, where do you get to the point in the writer's room? You're like, I got it. An Honestly. 80s child star who plays a villain on TV who becomes a villain. Well, I think it's like, <laughs> you know, they're taking a little bit out of the guardians of the galaxy where they just take a guy who is stuck in this late 70s 80s time period and so you know it's the people the audience that they are coming to like they're bringing their kids okay what type of age group is going to be bringing their kids nostalgia is huge it's our generation loves nostalgia <laughs> it's like give it and so any little thing like even the moment where he takes his cassette tape out and flips it over <sighs> on the other side it's like little, like kids don't understand what that is that means nothing to them all their parents is like oh my gosh yes i had to do that and that robot thing that yep. was always around him no it was the michael jackson music where he's yeah, on i'm bad i'm bad and then he does the moonwalk on the water mm-hmm. I mean, yes all of those things so everything in here is really geared toward the parents and I thought that was really smart of Illumination because unlike something like, for example, Captain Underpants is, I enjoyed it, but it was one of those movies that I would only bring kids to. I would never go to that on my own. Mm-hmm. But this one is something that I feel like is, you know, people think Minions, oh, that was kind of funny, you know, yeah. so they may or may not bring kids. Yeah. 
and I think they've kind of gotten out of that zone where, you know, maybe not. They're trying to cater to that generation Mm -hmm. really hard (laughs) and they do a good job at it so one thing that when we were introduced to this villain i just love that he's kind of like stuck in the past he very much kind of a little bit reminded me of two different things he kind of reminded me of syndrome where the syndrome is like this you know he has this dream and then he he gets shunned and so then he becomes a bad guy yeah and so this is kind of the thing like he had a dream of being a star and he shunned and so like he becomes the what he was on tv and he becomes a bad guy because of how he's treated but and but the same time he is so stuck in the past like he's watching his old movies right he's like remember this episode (laughs) he's collected all of the different action figures uh basically has cornered the market on that i mean he is all him all the time which is hilarious here's what i thought was really fascinating though like he's definitely a smart guy (laughs) yes he has actually created this bubble gum that expands you need to market this yeah yes (laughs) That there's so many things like every power that his character had in the TV show, he went ahead and made that real. Yeah, like which was, you must be a very smart. Props to you. Yeah, I mean you lost your calling somewhere. (laughs) Child child stars have feelings too. Be careful. (laughs) You gotta be nice to them. Otherwise, they'll end up like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, and we'll never hear of them again. Just kidding. (laughs) They're they're doing very fine for themselves. I'm just slightly mad that they won't come on Fuller House and just do like a I short am, cameo. Come on. Yeah, that kind of bothered me too. Well, it didn't bother me, but it was like, hmm. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> it's more of the sad puppy dog face. And the other person that he slightly reminds me of is Powerline. And it got my wheels turning. A goofy movie spinoff where Powerline is actually a supervillain. I love it. And I want more this. of this. I want fan art. Get Please, it? He yes. has powers and the electricity and the thunderbolt. Yeah, and he's just so good looking, and the he can dance and he in can the sing. Yes, is his minion. That's what I was thinking. But then off we go with the movie. And so at the very <laughs> beginning, they are you know Gru and Lucy. They're good guys, and they are saving the day. No, they're going up through the water, and all of a sudden they run into Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh, great moment! <laughs> oh my gosh! And it's like only this studio would try to get away with this. They are slightly off color yeah and they know where to poke fun and just their humor is just not your standard clean like okay you have super clean humor that doesn't reference anything and it's just like pure and innocent right then you have you know it's funny it's hilarious but we got fart jokes in there and then you i would say yeah and then well or dreamworks and then you have (laughs) this which is like all of those well it's not pure but you have the fart jokes you have the off-color moments like for example with one of the minions is wearing a coconut bra it falls off the other one protects (laughs) him from the nudity and he slaps them away from touching him (laughs) and like you know they they go there yeah which you know especially on some of those like ooh slightly risque (laughs) by american standards like oh right you went there like you're talking about boobs and they're laughing right right. (laughs) and i love it they're the french (laughs) they are in these little jet propelled boat boat things that turn into whatever they need to be yeah they're going through and they like run into the school of fish and they run into and it's like it's marlin and nemo and like they actually cut off nemo's fin yes and it's like oh my gosh (laughs) one point illumination illumination point yes so this is where we're introduced to our character which we've talked quite a bit about balthazar brat and there's the confrontation and ultimately Gru does win he gets the diamond in a very embarrassing hilarious way with the bubble 
hold, hoisting him. him up and the happy birthday party <laughs> and everyone videotaping him. It's so embarrassing. And But the guy gets away. And so then we go back to headquarters. We get the new boss. Like the other guy's retiring. And I'm just like, they made this very, very easy. Yeah. Like we never see this lady again, really. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, how do we get them fired? Okay. Someone new comes in. Right. And immediately that you see her from behind and she has the hair and you're like, Ooh, is it, is it Mirage or somebody? And it's, and, um, and then I just see the nose and I'm like, <laughs> bad guy, bad guy, bad, bad guy. guy. So Richard Rich, one of his big giveaways for his films in his personal style is that the bad guys typically have these big old noses <laughs> and this lady turns around the new boss of basically the good guy federation and man she has quite a nose and that's one thing i love about illumination and this film franchise in general is that everything is very caricatured mm-hmm. like they they push it to the limit so she yeah. has like yes we all have big noses some people have big noses right but it's not crazy like that. And well, this but, is like twice the size of her head. Yes, yeah, it's it's definitely a bird beak and it's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, bad guy. So I thought maybe like she would be the bad guy. But very quickly, she's a bad guy in the fact that she is the new sheriff in she's town. She's the catalyst. She's cleaning house and she gets rid of them because she clearly has a different agenda. And it, like it's no nonsense. And she did not appreciate that Gru did not capture Rat. And so then Lucy, of course, has to be Miss Sassafras and says, well, if he's going, then I'm going too. Or you can fire me too and she says okay see ya bye girl bye and <laughs> off we go and that that's the catalyst basically to set up this premise because there's also this other plot line that hey you have a long lost brother who is a twin oh and by the way your dad was one of the greatest villains of all time i feel like if he was one of the best villains meaning grew grew would have also had heard you know him. heard of him and yeah. looked at him and said hmm you look like me with half some- bald hair <laughs> and half half long hair same, same body, same <laughs> nose. I think you would have noticed because he's a smart guy. He's not a he's no, not yeah. a dude. But nope, never mind. We will just ignore that. <laughs> this is a perfect YouTube video, a animation conspiracy video. Is yes, Gru's dad. Gru's dad, <laughs> as opposed to Andy's dad. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, yes. That is that was the hot topic this week. First, I'm thinking, why did they have to bring the brother in? Because he doesn't like. He's just. I don't know how to explain him other than he's just like a bump on the log. He's kind of aloof. He's really goofy, very immature. Right. And so I was like, what point did he have in the story? And then I realized, oh, you're they're trying to see if he is actually going to go back to villainy. Yes. They're trying to tempt him back into villainy. He is reformed. Yes. I'm impressed. No. Yeah. And that's what I liked. They kind of had this theme that, you know, you can go on a good path and you can change your life. And when things are good, it's easy to stay on that path. But sometimes when you have a bump in the road and like you just as life, you have ups and downs. And this was one of those downs. He lost his job. It's easier to kind of fall back to those old habits. Mm -hmm. And so they really kind of set the stage here where he has this brother. He, you know, he's so excited. He has a brother. He wants to impress the brother kind of like your friends that's like oh we used to do it back in the day man like what on, man. you change you come on yeah, and that's kind of what it was is that like this is dad like don't, you don't want to disappoint the family and and i just kind of like that analogy or at least that's the analogy i made is kind of you know you can fall to bad times which make you more susceptible to you know reverting back or or choosing these things and he doesn't give into the pressure initially but then he does. In a minor way, because, I mean, his his intentions were always clear. He just wanted to stop Balthazar. Yes. And so... Which, that's was, not bad. No. So his whole goal was to stop him. And, and 
you know, it was cute when they're, you know, we're skipping toward the very end here, you know, but, you know, it's cute when he's, he's thinking and he's like, yes, that is exactly what we'll do. We'll be rich in, and the richest villains of all time. And he always, he's, he's thinking of is getting back and impressing yes. his new wife. He's getting back and impressing the, the, the new whole, boss, the new boss and the whole getting crew. his job back. Yeah. And, you know, so obviously he really liked his reformed uh -huh. life. Yeah. And even the minions were like, um, excuse me, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, anyway, it's funny. This, we're no. definitely jumping to the end, but the brother, Drew, he's like, we're going to be the richest, you know, we sell this diamond. And I'm like, who are you going to sell that to? There's so many villains. There's, there's a black market for sure. Oh, yes. Uh, but even then, it's like, there's only so few people that will actually be into buying this. But they have money. They have the funds. Yes. You'd rather have a few people with millions of dollars than millions of people with no dollars. This is true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is true. But at least with Baltazar, you know, like he didn't want to sell it. Like, cause like when you have it, like why would these people really want this diamond as like a, for its intrinsic value? Like they don't, I don't feel like there's much to do with it unless you have a purpose. Now, Baltazar, he actually had a, a very, you know, dastardly plan. He's going to use this diamond as a crystal for his nice little laser to, Oh, yeah. To Again, kill off He's a smart dude. He is a smart dude, yes. <laughs> All inspired by the 80s. <laughs> and a really cheesy TV show. Yeah. You know, I feel sad, though, that, that they really didn't give Drew the benefit of having more substance i feel like he should have had some because at the very beginning when he when he comes in he's like all schmoozing everybody and he's dancing with the with the wife and knows all the kids names he's mm -hmm. got the head of hair that he quaffs perfectly back and it's the giant mansion yeah all you know? the toys i'm not really into material things <laughs> every red car out there that was awesome look at a helicopter that's awesome <laughs> But I feel like his, the only real negative was his character development. I don't feel like he was meant or even shown to be an equal. At the very beginning, mm -hmm. he was. But Yeah, he was in the fact that he had, equal doesn't mean exactly the same, no. right? So he had different elements that made him in Gru's mind, you know, like, oh, wow, like, look at all these things you've done and whatnot. Or you've got a business. You're successful. <laughs> and then it turns out not so much. And he just really plays second fiddle to Gru. It seems like then when they start going on their adventures and they do their first little heist where they, you know, he ends up stealing lollipops and he's just kind of more of a buffoon. Yeah. And just like always messing things up. And it's very clear why the dad, dad was this big supervillain and the jeans, even though they were identical twins, more or less kind of, uh, they went to Gru. Right. And His jeans, at least. <laughs> yes. The, uh, I'm a smart supervillain jeans. Right. Interesting is both of them grew up feeling like they were the second fiddle to what anything mm -hmm, else like mm -hmm. a dis disappointment to their parents yes so he grew up thinking you said that my father died of disappointment when i was born Sad. <laughs> like little does he know the story the dad would have been so proud of him i know and I, i'm pretty sure that the mom would have been perfectly proud of drew played by julie andrews by oh yes way. Which I felt was a unique unneed. role for her. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say unneeded, but it was like, I mean, go for it, Julie. Hey, she says yes. You find a spot <laughs> you for her. You find a spot for Julie Andrews. 
I love Julie Andrews. Me too. So, you know, this is part of the film. They infiltrate the headquarters, but Drew messes everything up. He's really a hindrance to Gru. Yada, yada, yada. Jump to the big heist. Not really heist, but I'm going to destroy Hollywood (laughs) because they destroyed me. (laughs) I'm sure that he's not the first child actor to think that. (laughs) And I I really start losing my attention at this point. Yeah. It's like kind of funny. Like, oh, wow, you did. You reenacted this big scene from one of your episodes of your show. Mm -hmm. You know, you're wow. You're that crazy obsessed. Wow. This is actually working. Wow. 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 Right. (laughs) Um, Oh, and we have not talked about the minions. So the minions have this subplot where they basically uh, just, they leave. They say, we're done with you. We need a, a bad guy because that's our job. You know, right. that's what we learned in the, in the minions movie is that they need a bad guy to serve and the baddest, the biggest, right? The and he's, he's not like that anymore. And so they leave and eventually make them way, make their way onto a studio lot where they end up singing for a they have to sing yes well i mean it's one of those america's got talent sort of shows where you have the panel of judges and they mm-hmm. have you know they have their sing-off and you know they did that illegally so they get put in jail they turn out being the biggest baddest guys in jail everyone's afraid <laughs> of them my favorite, when they come out doing the the sharks and the jets dance yes <laughs> i was like yes that makes me really happy it was very good they are they're hilarious they're just all around great and i i think they were expertly used yeah i think they were really well done up until the point where mel decides that he you know drew is such a nice guy like he's a baddie but he's like he was the dad to even all the minions he's like sharing his everything with mel and mel's like oh i yeah. should have been so so hard on him mm-hmm. um but the thing is, like, right of that story wise, right about the time when they were breaking out of prison, where it kind of got slow for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of the, I mean, I'm just not wanting to talk about all the negatives, but I mean, there's definite problems were the fact that I felt like there were too many side plots. Um, so you had the girls, first off. Yeah, we, with like the random unicorn thing. With, yeah. And so uh, the girls, and then Lucy wanted then, to be like a mom. And the engagement. Yeah, the engagement. So there's just... Well, and then we also kept hitting the same notes with Brat. Like, I'm an 80s kid. I'm a star. Look at me. Nostalgia. Hilarious. This is funny. 80s. Wow. Play a random 80s song right here. Right. Funny. Look at my hideout. It's 80s. Wow. Hooray. Tubular, man. Rad. Like, <laughs> all those things. I mean, it was cool, but... It, yeah, but I felt like, oh, okay, 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 come on. Again, you know, and so we agreed. There were two... There was kind of too much going on. And then at the same time with, with Brat, like, too much of the same. Yeah. It kind of happened the exact same way in the Minions movie, where I felt like just that last fight scene, man, just takes too long. And it was right about the time when they were the whole, the heist, they pull it off, but at the same time, the city is about to be destroyed. And like, mm-hmm. this is the whole thing. It just kind of, that's where it dragged for me. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, I'm getting tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all in all, I mean, I still feel like all the jokes hit pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was, it was a fun trip. And by the end, I was like, it was only an hour and a half. I was happy. I know. You didn't take so much of my time. Like I actually saw another movie today, Transformers 5. (laughs) Don't even get me started. It was so bad. It was just 
horrible it has animation <laughs> yeah and also a king arthur subplot <laughs> and oh we have to find the heir of merlin <laughs> and oh yeah we're gonna find the goddess of all the transformers and oh you know she needs to find this scepter which happened to be merlin's scepter which was given <laughs> to him by an ancient i mean what are we what's happening there's here? just too many talk about your side plots <laughs> check this anyway. action out Anyway, so all in all, I thought the movie was good. Mm-hmm. I, as I was watching it at the beginning, the very, you know, as we're reintroduced to these characters and they, they're really fun and happy and I'm loving that first scene. Yeah. That was really good to me. And that's what makes this franchise so good. And then, like I said, they kind of kept hitting those notes over and over again. Like, like the beginning heist was like the last heist, just the last one was bigger. And it, I, it lost its shininess. I didn't for me, the... where after kind of that first act, I was like, okay. By third act, I was like, all right, let's cut yeah. to the chase here. So like leaving the film, I was like, it was good, they but didn't... definitely not my favorite. There weren't very many personal stakes mm-hmm. in the combination between Baltazar and Gru. Mm-hmm. And so that was hard. Um, now, granted, most of the villains in these movies are kind of weak because they're kind of showing off that Gru was the baddest daddy of them all. But at, I don't know. It was just, it was hard to really root for anybody at the end. Yeah. It was just like, you knew it was coming. You were just kind of like, all right, are we done yet? Yeah, and he <laughs> makes it back into the anti-villain league, which I'm right. like, hmm, okay. That was easy. I guess I didn't <laughs> see that coming, but yeah, it was... Like like at the very beginning, there were too many easy ways to set up the plot. Mm-hmm. And in the end, there were too many easy ways to close up the plot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. The lady who hates you and seems to be like all super hardcore just accepts you back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you did a great job. You finally just defeated him in the end and you got the diamond back and whatever. But it just wrapped up very, very quickly, actually. And then mm-hmm. here we are credits and boom, we're done. Yeah. And no even post credit scene. So. Well, and they kind of set it up maybe for another film with the brother, but I'm done with the brother. I'm I really, really done with the brother. I really don't need to see him again. Well, and the minions needed somebody to go with. I can, I get that. Well, that's the thing. Are the minions gone now or are they just on leave visiting him? Because <laughs> Gru without the minions is pretty sad. It is kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, he's got the some of the minions helped him go on his little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a good line, though. Sometimes that's just how life is. We think you have a, a unicorn when really you just have a goat. <laughs> yeah, that, that was really representative of how he <gasps> saw his brother. He was super excited, uh-huh. which I mean, I don't think he was disappointed. The fact that he had a brother, it was just all the things the brother seemed to be on the surface. Yeah. Turned out to just be like a dud. Yeah. Sh- they should have rectified that. They yeah. should have given him some redeeming qualities. But all in all, his brother's really not going to stand a chance against Gru. And so, yeah, the whole, I'll give him five minutes, you know, before I go and catch him. Like, yeah, it'll probably take you about that long. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then he'll be back. But you can see both of them just like chomping at the bit wanting Mm -hmm. to go out, which was fun to see. All right. So for me, I give this movie three and a half stars. I felt like there were quite a bit of story problems. And like I said, just didn't hold me to the end. But at the same time, I felt like through the whole you know, two thirds of this movie was just fun, funny, and not something I wouldn't mind watching again. I'm going to give this movie three stars because me 
on the flip side, I'm not really interested in watching it again. I feel that this really kind of put an end to the franchise where I don't see them doing a fourth. I see them doing other minions mm-hmm. potentially, but I don't I don't think that this is going to do as well as that first first few films yeah. and the minions films. I just don't see this doing over a billion dollars. Definitely no. 500 million perhaps. You know, which is equivalent to the first one, probably in between 500 to a billion. But it, it just, there were too many things that were similar that they just like kept harping on. And it was like really fun and exciting at the very beginning. And I'm like, oh man, I love Despicable Me. But by the end of it, I'm like, oh, yay, it's done. Despicable Me, yay, let's get, let's get over it. <laughs> and so I'm going to give this three stars. So if you want to give us your comments and let us know what you thought about this movie, you, you can go to rotoscopers.com slash 150. 150. Woohoo! And you'll be able to write in all of your comments there. Here we go. Rotoscopers. So if you're looking on Instagram, check us out on Instagram. We've got lots of stuff going on in there. Hey, if you're looking for us on social media, we are most definitely on Instagram. We are most definitely on Twitter. You can check us out there, Rotoscopers, on both. And Facebook. And Facebook as well, yes. We've got a pretty healthy, a very healthy crowd on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you can find us on social media. I'm at Morgan Stradling everywhere. And Chelsea is at Chelsea Robson. And of course, check out Chelsea's Patreon page. Ah, yes. She's coming out with new music. She was telling me all about it. Very, very exciting stuff coming up. So just throw, you know, a few bucks her way. It really does help. She has some really cool things in the, <laughs> that she would like to plan. And that, well, she has planned them and she's executing on them. So that's that's patreon.com slash Chelsea Robson. And of course, if you want to support our show, rotoscopers.com slash Patreon or rotoscopers.com slash patron or patreon.com slash rotoscopers i mean you really can't mess it up (laughs) i don't know where patreon.com slash rotoscopers takes you but uh, (laughs) don't go there i did not i I can't validate whether that is a good site or a bad site patreon yes 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 so anyways we are releasing a new fun little thing it's called this week in animation so anyone who is a patron one dollar or above which is basically any patron any patron we now get they get a mini podcast episode which is called this week in animation and it's just us giving it's either chelsea or myself giving a 10 to 20 minute download of the news from that week and that person's take and stance on it we give you know what happened box office results uh different you know things that are happening in the fandom big events big news stories we're just going to give our thoughts on it real quick rapid fire and it's fun i I listened to the first episode that chelsea did she did the inaugural this week in animation and i loved it i thought it was great so that's a fun little perk for anyone who joins at a dollar or more and then of course as we mentioned before our five dollar or more podcast is where we do a monthly rewatch of a film that we had previously recorded on the podcast so you have 150 to choose from and the patrons do pick so beauty and the beast here we come so with that being said that's all i have until next time we are the rotoscopers this theme song of the franchise is mm-hmm. that that little ditty 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 this little ditty anyway it's a fun little ditty
Let's keep using him. <laughs> so there are more Pharrell Williams songs and Pharrell in this says, one. Thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you very much. Muchísimas gracias para la música. <laughs> y el dinero. <laughs> we'll, we'll focus on el dinero. Okay. Uh, he's not Spanish. I just decided to, <laughs> to speak Spanish because I do. Um, you know, because as we've joked, Richard Williams, typically in his his style is that the big takeaway or giveaway is that the bad guys have not Richard huge Williams, Richard Rich. Oh yes, Richard <laughs> Richard Williams would be very upset with us right now. Yeah, this is our Mewtwo episode. Chelsea doesn't get the reference. I don't get the re- reference. <laughs> Mewtwo is the hundred fiftieth Pokemon. Ah. Mew is one fifty one. So next nice. time will be our Mew episode. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Chelsea's like. <laughs> I'm sorry I do not fall into this, but at the same time... Mason, Mason, you would get me. (laughs) Well, on that note. (laughs) I feel like this whole year has been full of these really big things. Yes. So first off, we had our five-year anniversary, which was like, woo. And then after that, we hit a million downloads of the podcast. Amazing. Which was incredible. And now we're at 150 episodes. So imaginary party. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that joke, then you are one of our OG listeners. If yes. you don't get that joke, you really should go back and listen to rotoscopers.com slash one. It is a <laughs> great episode. Speaking of, that is one of our patron picks. Now we are totally going off tangent here. Off tangent. Wow. There's tangents and then <laughs> off tangent. Okay. No, we, uh, one of our patron perks is for the $5 episode is that we get to re-review a film and we pulled the patrons and they said we want you to review for this month beauty and the beast so that will be coming out probably the first week of july mm-hmm. as part so we're going to try to do those beginning of the month you know when you do when your pledges go in the new podcast drops so yeah we will be reliving that first episode i'm going to go back and listen to it chelsea's going to go back maybe listen to it I, we've actually listened to that one probably more than any episode just because when it's you're first when you first have a podcast at least this was me i would listen to the episodes quite a bit or just like go back and, and when you edit them, yeah, you're no. definitely very familiar with them. Yeah, because when I go through and edit, especially in the early days, nowadays I don't do this quite as much um, because we've gotten so much better. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a hot mess back in the day. Um, but, you know, so yeah, I would start out and I would individually go through and, and re-listen to section by section by section just to make sure that they're all clean. And then at the end, when I was actually rendering it to an actual file, it would go back and play the whole thing again. <laughs> and then as it was playing, okay, oh, dang it, I missed something. Now I have to go in, fix that, and start at the beginning, play the whole thing again, good old old-fashioned Pro Tools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So I have listened to all of the, almost all of the episodes at least three times. Yes. It's a lot. Chelsea's <laughs> a super fan of her own work. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so anyways, going back, 150 episodes. Yeah. That's amazing. We're going to be reliving our first one. Well, we're not going to try and like just rehash no. everything that we talked about in the first. There will be classic moments. There will be. But we're going to rewatch the film as well and then kind of give a, another review, another take on it because it has been five years. There's been a whole other live action remake. Yes, exactly. There's there's a lot more. I mean, we're definitely very seasoned podcasters at You're this point. You're going to hear my rant is the thing. Oh, so get ready. If you have 
not joined rotoscopers.com slash Patreon. So I guess our nerdy couch discussion today was reliving the past five years episodes. slash 150 episodes. <laughs> slash million downloads. Yeah. Yes. Slash join yeah, the yes. Patreon. No, but <laughs> really. Imaginary party. Imaginary party. That was the nerdy couch that discussion was our, day was yeah. our imaginary party. <laughs> All right. So we are actually back this time for the non-tangent part of the show, which is the main discussion. We are going to be talking about minions. No, no, no. No, we're back to the original tangent. Sorry, sorry. We've gone back on to the tangent before no, we go I, back on to the... <laughs> so the tangent is talking about the prequels. Well, yes. Yeah, well, well, that's, I'm just, all right, so we are back for our main discussion. We are off tangent, and now we're just on a tangent. Yes. <laughs> that's the worst Minions thing I've ever done. You probably remember a robot. <laughs> My banana, 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 banana. Say bananas, bananas. They're gone. That was really weird. It was like they just came, parked, didn't get out. They're like a drug dealer because they're like, crap. There's people around, and I don't want to be seen. So just, just, just keep driving away. Not today. 